Hey, Dylan Kelly here, host of the Wave Break Podcast. Excited to get into this episode, but first, here's a quick word from our sponsor. This episode of the Wave Break Podcast is brought to you by Clavio, the growth marketing platform most recommended by other business leaders. Listen, in uncertain times, you need to be supporting your community and growing relationships with your customers. It's going to be appreciated. It's going to be remembered. It's going to be shared. And in good times and bad, this type of communication that's open and empathetic with your customers is key. This is a key theme that we've been talking about at Waybreak. I've been preaching this on the podcast. And when you're communicating with your customers in this way, the best way to do this is with email. It is and always will be one of the best channels for delivering communication like this. And what I love about Klaviyo is that email is one of its core offerings. And their personalization that you can do inside Klaviyo is just, it can't be beat. And when you leverage that personalization driven by a 360 degree view of the customer, these emails are going to feel more relevant and they're going to drive even stronger relationships. And Klaviyo gets it. They're not just, you know, some company. They understand how challenging it is right now for every entrepreneur. You know, it was hard to get your business off the ground and navigating these times is even harder. And if you're feeling overwhelmed with growing your business, know that you're not alone. Klaviyo is here to help you build relationships across any distance for your brand and create memorable and meaningful email marketing moments that last a lifetime. And that's how you build a successful e-commerce brand. And this is why I love Klaviyo so much, because they're on the same page with me and Wavebreak. is like, we're not just about making more revenue. That's great. But what this is really about is an opportunity to create an amazing community with your customers. And the best way to do it is with email. And if you're not on Klaviyo, you got to get on Klaviyo. Visit klaviyo.com to schedule a free trial. That's K-L-A-V-I. IYO.com. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Waybreak Podcast. Switching it up today for a long awaited episode. I do this one every single year. Really excited to reveal it because it is now, well, you already know what it is because you clicked on the title. So this is your 2022 Black Friday Cyber Monday email and SMS marketing plan. This includes all of our insights, what we learned last year, what we've learned over the last six years as one of the first and leading boutique email and SMS marketing agencies in the game of e-commerce, direct to consumer and retail. Um, so we're going to be going over all of that in this episode, this um is really important this time of year because not only are you know ad costs more expensive, the algorithm's not working like it used to be, there's also a new state of the marketplace and economic factors at play that were not shaking up e-commerce last year. And so we put together a webinar for you to watch as you prepare for Q4. It covers everything we've learned, generating over $250 million for high growth brands using email and SMS marketing. And we're revealing our proven strategies in this episode today. So this is actually the audio from a webinar replay. Uh, It's got real data in it and really important screenshots and examples and things like that. So if you wanna get access to those screenshots and video and you just wanna watch the webinar replay, there's no opt-in required. You can go and view that at bfcmwebinar.com. That's bfcmwebinar.com. If you prefer to listen to the audio only version, that is gonna be hosted here. Um, It's just gonna play right after this. Uh, but in the meantime, uh, if you want to go check out that webinar, highly recommend it. It's at bfcmwebinar.com. And as 
you're heading into Q4, if you've been listening to the podcast for a while and your email and SMS marketing isn't dialed either during this interview, uh, sorry, it's not an interview with myself, but either during this podcast or the webinar, you've been listening for a while, it's time you reach out to us so that we can help you get that two to three times more revenue for your brand like we've helped so many, which you'll hear about in this episode. So without further ado, hope you have a wonderful Q4. Let's get into the data, the learnings, the insights that you can take to have your best Q4 yet, regardless of what's going on in the world. So thanks so much for listening and let's jump right into it. Let's go. All right. Thank you everybody for signing up for our Q4 method event. This is the second time we've done it. We've got a lot of great partners involved. Hopefully you're getting a lot of value out of all the different podcast episodes about what's working now and how to prepare for Q4. Today, that's exactly what I'm going to be going over because in an economic downturn and marketing landscape with increased and increasing ad costs, your customers are your number one asset. And most brands are not taking full advantage of their existing customers. Other brands are taking it too far and not taking and really neglecting the customer experience and hurting their reputation as they try to maximize revenue. And today we're going to cover how to thread the needle this Q4 and do both. Find that perfect balance between maximizing your revenue and keeping your customers happy with exact strategies and insights that you can take back to your team to finish the year strong. And so let's jump right in. It's really important right now, especially as we head into Q4, because it's no secret that things have changed and e-commerce marketing is harder than ever. And brands are now spending anywhere from three to 10 times more for 50% less performance. Um, Doesn't matter the channel, maybe your numbers don't look exactly like this, but the reality is brands are spending more and they're seeing less performance. Um, We're even seeing some VC-backed brands that are struggling to raise their next rounds, Some are even going bankrupt. You might be seeing in the news or hearing about through your network. And overall, it's not good. Um, That being said, there is a strategy that you can use and that brands are using to grow, which we'll talk about. But it's important to know the current state um, of where most brands are. And then we can fast forward and, and go to the brands who are winning right now, what they're doing exactly and how you can replicate that. And so the first thing that's really important to remember is that your marketing strategy is always the core of your success. And marketing is really everything. Without marketing, there's no revenue. Without revenue, there's no business. And without smart marketing, there's no profitability. And without profitability, there is no future. Um, We're seeing this all the time now. It turns out all these quote unquote great brands were not really profitable Uh, But the brands that are winning right now, we're able to figure out profitability and you can get your operations down, you know, dialed in as much as possible, shrink your packaging, optimize your operations, do what you got to do. But at the end of the day, marketing is the biggest lever that you can use to drive more revenue profitably um, at the same time, continue to grow your business. And it's crucial to get your marketing right, Uh, whether you're trying to build a billion dollar brand or you're just trying to increase your revenue by 30% next year, it all comes down to your marketing strategy. If you turn it all off, your customers will disappear. So it's not about not marketing. It's about shifting that strategy, Um, starting with your budget. And nobody goes to school for this. They don't teach you how to set a budget, especially in today's landscape with new channels popping up left and right, like TikTok and other channels getting more and more expensive, like Facebook. Um, So I'm going to tell you what the brands that are still growing are currently doing. 
The reality is most brands marketing budget is broken. They're not investing in their existing customer relationships. And as a result, it's costing them more than they know. And batch and blast email marketing or even SMS marketing in that for that doesn't count. And I'm talking about how brands will you know, not flinch to spend $50,000 on a simple test on TikTok or invest $25,000 per month into a PR agency for a few articles per month. Um, and then that same brand, when it comes to investing in their existing customer relationships through email and SMS, will flinch at investing way less than $50K per month into trying to get more performance out of those existing customers through those channels. And that's really what the brands growing today have figured out is the power of email and SMS marketing. They're not just integrating into their business. They're not just doing enough to get by. They're really figuring out how to optimize it and drive even more revenue from those channels. And so thinking about Q4, to maximize revenue this Q4, you really need to maximize revenue through email and SMS marketing channels specifically while keeping your customers happy. And that's because your customers are your number one asset, not your ad spend. And email and SMS marketing is really the foundation of marketing and growth because it's built on those customers and those existing relationships. And what a lot of brands don't realize is that the difference between good and great email and SMS marketing is the difference between being a successful brand in five years or going out of business next year. I like to compare it to, you know, you could have a beautiful Italian imported marble countertop and it's amazing, but it doesn't matter if your house is made out of cardboard. If it rains, the house is just going to deteriorate. And so email and SMS are really those channels to your customers that should be just as high of a priority as your new customers. Uh, retention is a big oversight uh, for so many brands. And I'm not saying ditch your customer acquisition. You need both. And we'll talk about how you can do both. Um, in a second, but you really need both. And most brands don't have the back end dial. They're doing good enough email and SMS marketing. And in this market with the economy and all the changes happening, it's not enough to continue to win and to continue to play with the same playbook. And I think that's another thing. A lot of brands are playing with the same playbook and expecting different results. And the reason why you're not you know, seeing more revenue from email or continuing to grow is because you're doing more of the same and you need to do something different to really get that unlock um, and that next level of growth in this market. And so what is that? What does that look like? Well, you need to be dialed in across the entire marketing funnel and customer journey. In past Q4s and just in general, you could get away with let's grow and figure out the rest later with your marketing. You had a high ROAS that could cover up a lot of subpar marketing. But this year, especially, that's not going to be the case. And the brands that are getting the most out of their customers are going to win. And the brands that aren't getting the most out of their customers will fail. And so you need to be dialed in across your entire marketing funnel, not just the front end. You do need the best new customer acquisition possible to get those profit, like basically have the best, most profitable setup you can on the front end, have your on-site conversion dialed. So every dollar you're spending is dialed in. Most brands are pretty good at this part. And then the retention email and SMS still years later is the afterthought. But it's really important to make that a key focus in your marketing, especially this time of year, because it's the 20% input that drives the 80% of your profitability. And so, you know, just thinking in the overall market, what's happening with ad spend, this Q4, despite everything happening with economic headwinds, we're looking at projections that the ad spend market is going to be 
basically ad costs are going to be at all time highs across all channels from Facebook to TikTok to TV. Um, so despite, you know, gas prices, a bear market, economic concerns, inflation, um, we're still seeing going to see increased ad spend this Q4. And the additional tricky thing on top of that um, is that consumers are going to be cognizant on how they spend their money. It doesn't mean they're going to stop spending entirely. It just means that the best marketing is going to win and you need to really work smart to get that wallet share. So how, with all these things going on, how do you take back control? It's really simple. You double down on your customers. Most brands are looking for the next acquisition channel. Like I said, don't get me wrong. Acquisition is important, but the brands that are winning are finding new ways to keep customers coming back. And that's what we'll talk about today. Ultimately, what you want to do is acquire the best customers possible with the best customer acquisition strategy you can, and then not leave any money on the table on the back end. It's like if uh, it's like if you got instant cash back on every order at the store. Like if you spent twenty bucks on groceries and they automatically handed you five bucks, but you said no thanks. That is what can happen on the back end. And even though it's only five bucks, that's five dollars that you don't really have to pay for, and is way more profitable than you know another fifty uh, k into TikTok or whatever channel um, you know you like to invest in. And so. The next thing I want to talk about is the difference between good versus best in class email and SMS marketing. And um, a lot of brands don't realize this, but it's often two to three times the revenue. So this is a company who hired us in February 2022 this year. We took them from 250K a month in email revenue to over 750K a month in email revenue. And then a month later to or two months later to over a million per month from email. And so nothing changed. They were already doing email. They were already having success with the channel. But we came in and implemented our strategy and were able to and were able to rapidly unlock more revenue. And what we were able to do and how we we're able to do that is we were able to find the gaps in their strategy, which are different for every brand. And I'm going to go over some of them today. And then from there, we're able to execute as an extension of their team. We have great strategy and insights, which we'll go over today. And then we also are able to execute. And that's the biggest unlock for us is the strategy combined with execution as an extension of your team is really where we thrive and um, why we're able to drive results like this on a consistent basis. Uh, working with the fun men's care brand Ballsy, we took their monthly email revenue and increased it by 3.7x within 120 days of working together. Nutrafol, which was recently acquired by Unilever, we drove a 318% year-over-year increase in email revenue for them last Q4. And we've done this for a lot of other companies. And I'll share exactly how we've been able to do that uh, with this 2020 edition of our Q4 email and SMS marketing guide. Ultimately, covering how to maximize revenue from these channels this holiday season while threading the needle and finding the perfect balance between revenue and customer experience, which these days is a must. And so to do that, I'm going to break down the top five must-have strategies for BFCM this year and the mistakes to avoid. I'm going to make it really actionable. And so before we dive into that, I just want to give you some context on the background on where I'm pulling this data and insights. So I'm Dylan Kelly. I'm the founder and CEO at Waybreak. We're a boutique agency specializing in email and SMS marketing. We work with some of the fastest growing e-commerce and direct consumer and retail brands in the space started in 2016. Uh, since then, we've done over 250 million in revenue for our clients. And we're a top partner to Clavio, Attentive, Iterable, and other leading e-commerce marketing solutions. So case in point, we have the playbook on how to maximize revenue from these channels for really high growth brands, as well as established enterprises. 
And so let's jump right in. So mistake number one, not properly utilizing your data to fuel your strategy. For the last six years, you could guess your marketing and Black Friday promotion to success. But today, we don't have that luxury. And the data and research is going to be different for every brand. And as an agency, we're really lucky to have access to a diverse but focused data set of leading D2C brands. And we use this data across our clients to inform strategy and um for this year and for each client individually. Um, and I want to go over some examples of these learnings that we've had over the last couple of years. The first one is that clients who started their BFCM promotion earlier in November generated more revenue than clients who waited to launch their sale. And just some interesting insights. Uh, this is some real data. I can't share you know, specifics on what each campaign is, what the exact send time was, uh, but just some interesting highlights is 41% of the revenue that we sent from email came, or sorry, that we generated from email came before Black Friday. And then the 60% of it came from during the Black Friday window. But what's really interesting is that the revenue spikes still on Black Friday and Cyber Monday regardless. And now not all the 40% of revenue is new revenue um, and not fully incremental, but at least 20% of that is revenue that otherwise wouldn't have been generated when you compare it to previous years. Learning number two is using, like we use our clients' historical data and testing to inform our cyber week strategy from offer to creative to send times. This is really important because your existing historical data has great insights, but so many brands start from scratch every year. So really take the time to dig into the data like we do with our clients. It always leads to better results. Uh, beyond analyzing performance, you really want to monitor your deliverability. You want to take steps to protect that too. A lot of people... Um, a lot of brands are on shared setting infrastructure. And if you're not set up with a dedicated infrastructure, even you doing the right thing, other brands um, using that same infrastructure as you could be doing things that impact your deliverability. You don't even know it. So getting set up with a dedicated setting infrastructure is really important. Um, if you need help doing that, you can reach out to us and we can help you. Um, and then beyond that, really digging into what you're seeing and what's working every single month. So we provide our clients with monthly live reporting that they can review along with our recommendations and insights. And that's a key part too, is the recommendations and insights. So many brands have so much data, but they don't actually do anything with it or they don't know what to do with that data. And so by sharing those recommendations and insights, we're able to act on the data and our clients that work with us for years see compounding gains. So Ballsy, who I already mentioned, they've worked with us for the last three holiday seasons and on year three of our partnership still saw a 68% year over year increase in November email and SMS revenue. So year three, and they're still seeing double digit increases in their email revenue and SMS. All right. So mistake number two, wrong segmentation strategy. When it comes to BFCM, most people start with an offer and content, and they never actually think about who or how many people are going to see it. But if you email two times as many people, you might not generate two times as much revenue, but you will generate more revenue. And there are so many fine lines to walk when it comes to segmentation, but there are a few things that you want to make sure you do. Number one is open up the list so that you're emailing as many people as possible. You don't want to open it up too much where you end up in the spam folder and with poor deliverability as you head into the holiday season, which is going to hurt your revenue. But you do want to determine that list allocation and determining it is key. 
And we could do an entire in-depth guide on deliverability during the holidays. Uh, but that's why it might make sense to partner with us if you don't have this expertise in-house. That's one of the first things we'll do is make sure your deliverability is dialed in ahead of Q4. The other thing to be aware of is that emailing is, is to make sure you're not emailing inactive subscribers post iOS 15. So if your segments aren't set up correctly, you're going to email inactive subscribers and be hurting your deliverability without even knowing it. So make sure that that's set up correctly because Apple Mail now tracks that, you know, if people have privacy protection, every single email is marked as open, even if they're inactive. Uh, so you want to make sure that you're set up correctly there. Second thing you want to do is exclude purchasers from your BFCM segments especially if you have offers that are getting better throughout Q4. Some brands will have a better offer on Cyber Monday and it'll progressively increase. If you're doing that, definitely segment those people out regardless. But definitely if you're doing that, make sure you segment those people out because nobody likes getting a bigger discount days after placing an order. Leads to a poor customer experience and you lose a lot more revenue having to do an exchange or return or discount and figure that out. The third thing you want to do uh, that's really important is that and just to understand that targeted segments don't typically drive more revenue to make it worth it. You'll end up making more money just emailing everybody. And now a quick break for a word from our sponsor, Recharge. The subscription market is predicted to grow to nearly $500 billion by 2025. As a fast-growing area in commerce, subscriptions hold tremendous opportunities to build a community of customers who share your values. Recharge is the leading subscription management solution, helping e-commerce merchants of all sizes launch and scale subscription offerings. Recharge powers the growth of over 15,000 subscription merchants and their communities, turning one-time transactions into long-term customer relationships. Whether you're a direct-to-consumer business or an omni-channel brand, subscriptions strengthen your brand's relationship with your customers and make it easy for consumers to make repeat purchases. With subscriptions, merchants are able to experience predictable revenue, increase customer loyalty, and higher average order values. Turn transactions into relationships and experience seamless subscription commerce with Recharge. Get started today with the subscription payment solution trusted by over 50 million subscribers worldwide by heading over to rechargepayments.com forward slash e-commerce leaders. And now... Back to the show. And so, for example, emailing a VIP segment, let's say you have 10,000 subscribers instead of 500, instead of emailing 500,000 of your entire list, you want to send to a 10,000 person list of VIPs. If you email that 10,000 person list, you're going to leave money on the table. So just email the 500,000 people. Now, if you do want to treat VIPs to a different uh, personalized experience, what you can do is personalize the creative. Or you can send that campaign a day or two before, but I would still send that message to the entire list in order to maximize performance. Number four, uh, this one is very often overlooked as well. Unengaged subscribers who you no longer target as your core subscribers might be great Q4 buyers. Don't forget to add these customers into your marketing mix again. So this is especially true if you have a gifting brand or a strong gifting customer base. Just because somebody doesn't buy all year long, it doesn't mean they won't buy now. So add these people into your marketing mix. Of course, that's without impacting your deliverability. So you know, make sure you're doing list cleaning and your and you have your segmentation set up around these people still. Um, but once again, don't miss out on those people who might be your perfect Q4 buyer. And then number five is really straightforward. Don't forget about your SMS segmentation. 
Same rules apply. Don't be afraid to open up those segments to a larger list. It'll cost more to send to more people, but you will see the results from it. All right, mistake number three, lackluster creative. During Q4, every marketing channel becomes massively crowded. The email and SMS inbox especially. Premium creative is a necessity to stand out. And this should be a no-brainer, but so many brands are still treating email and SMS creative as an afterthought, and you know it's not good enough. So ditch that basic boring template. Um, we'll go into an example later on, but you know, having emails that are set up from 2018 and 2019 that are still firing is a bad customer experience. It hurts your brand when everything else is dialed in. So ditch those boring templates and instead send emails that are going to stand out and drive results. So going over examples and Q4 email and SMS design best practices, what do you have to do today to stand out from the competition? Well, first, you just have to stand out. You have to stand out and capture attention in the crowded email and text inboxes. So you can see this example here with Ballsy. It's bright. It's on brand. It stands out. We've got a GIF animation that grabs your attention. Big, bold text ends tonight. There's a clear CTA. We'll talk more about that in a second. Um, and the second thing we're doing with this email is leveraging brand equity. Because this time of year, you need more than a good offer to win the sale. You need the attention and desire. And you got to leverage that brand equity that you've been building all year and for the last few years. The third thing you want to do is clearly communicate your offer and get people out of the inbox and away from the competition. The inbox is filled with other brands, both direct competitors and indirect competitors. And you want to get them away to your site so they spend their money on you. And here's a pro tip. I see this mistake all the time and I cringe. Make sure your messaging is really clear and don't use marketing lingo like BFCM sale or Q4 sale. Consumers don't really know what that means. And if you're working with a freelancer or an agency or you know in-house person who's doing that, uh, we see this and I cringe. It probably means you need a new partner who really knows what they're doing. Um, and that's where we can come in. The other thing I want to point out on this is for large enterprise brands, this is especially true um, with nobody focused on and or dedicated to email or the in-house team lacks bandwidth or is completely overwhelmed. Their brand's just looking to refresh their creative strategy to be on point with you know the high growth D2C brands. This is a huge unlock. I mean, we're seeing email creative alone drive up to 68% revenue increases month over month by changing nothing, not changing anything except up-leveling the creative. Mistake number four, wrong email and SMS cadence. A lot of brands don't want to be annoying, so they email and text their list as little as possible, or they're too aggressive. But today we work with leading enterprise brands and high growth startups. And I just got to say, there's a reason that Old Navy is in your inbox twice per day during this time of year. And the reason why is that it works. And the reason that's the case is because the inbox is super crowded on Black Friday weekend. So you can't just send one email and hope for the best. Because there's so much volume, even the best subject line isn't going to get opened if it's buried by 100 other emails. Um, and side note, subject lines are important too, but volume is also very important during Q4. So de you definitely have the best subject line possible to get people to open. But if you're buried under 300 other emails, you got to send another one to get to the top. And so we typically advise our clients to increase their send volume by at least 50% during November, December, including up to twice per day during Black Friday and Cyber Monday, for example. So let's go over an example calendar. On the left, we have a good calendar. You know, it's fine. You're not sending too many emails. A lot of revenues being left on the table. You're sending once per day on Black Friday. 
once the day after, taking a little break on Sunday, and then sending again on Cyber Monday. What we recommend with our clients is be way more aggressive than that to maximize revenue. And from our six plus years, and this is coming from our six plus years of holiday data. So we know that brands that send more make more revenue during this period. So looking at this calendar, it's a lot more aggressive. I would even double up on some days like Black Friday and Cyber Monday specifically, um, you know, start a promo afterwards as well to get some holiday sales. And this is just focused on November, but don't be afraid to be aggressive. Don't be afraid to start your sale early, like we mentioned. Um, and then it's important to also know that quality, not just quantity is really important. And if you are sending bad email and SMS, more volume isn't going to help. And open rates and overall engagement will decrease in November and December, but it doesn't mean your revenue has to. Uh, we're still seeing 40% of the revenue we drive for clients typically generated in Q4. Of course, this varies depending on the client industry and so on, but by upping your volume and making sure you have a really high quality premium program, you can see a ton of revenue from these channels regardless. And obviously you want to layer SMS into this mix as well, uh, but just showing you an example of what this looks like from good to great, be more aggressive, it pays off. Mistake number five, neglected automation. It doesn't matter if your annual revenue is 10 million or 100 million. We have clients who do both. And when they both came to us, they were running abandoned card emails from 2019. And it doesn't just mean that you're lacking the latest best practices, it also means that the branding is outdated and it leads to a bad customer experience. If you've got your site and your ads and your Instagram and your TikTok all dialed in and it's great, and then someone goes and abandons a cart and they get an email from 2018 and it just doesn't look like the same company, they're not going to convert. It's going to be a bad customer experience. They're not going to trust you. And um, it's a really easy fix. Not to mention on top of all those things, you're going to leave a lot of money on the table. And so... Key flows for maximizing revenue, you want to look at your conversion flows. These are your abandoned cart and browse abandonment flows and your retention flows, which are your cross-sell, repeat, and win back. And we're going to dive a little bit deeper into what this means. And part of why this is so important is last year, you could get away with you know having those 2018 emails, but this year, outdated and under-optimized automated email and SMS flows aren't going to cut it. You're going to leave revenue on the table, and it's also going to hurt your overall marketing performance as well. If you have more abandoned carts converting, if you have more welcome series converting, it's going to make your Facebook ads more effective too and have, help every dollar on that platform go further. And when you think about automation, it's it's either your strong foundation or it's money left on the table. And ahead of Black Friday, Cyber Monday, we work with our clients to optimize flows across the entire customer journey. So those conversion flows that we talked about, these are the flows that help you get more revenue from your existing traffic and customer base at a very high ROI. These need to be optimized ahead of Q4. In some cases, they even need to be optimized to your holiday sale itself during that sale period so that your offers are cohesive across the board. And then your retention flows. These are your cross-sell, your repeat, your win back. Uh, these are really important because you don't want to just acquire customers in Q4, the most expensive and competitive time of year, and then let them go to waste. You want to allocate your budget to agency support if needed to get these in place and to make sure that you're getting the maximum LTV. And if you're building post-purchase flows in January, it's too late. Although we are running out of time depending on when you watch this. So you might have to settle for that. Uh, but ahead of VFCM, you definitely want to think about getting that second and third purchase well in advance. And then during Cyber Week itself, you want to convert everybody in the moment. 
after Q4, you need to shift your focus to converting everybody into a repeat customer and brand advocate. This is even more important now that brands are relying on LTV CAC models to drive profitability and continue to scale. So that being said, I want to go over some rapid fire pro tips that we've learned for increasing LTV with email and SMS. Uh, We're going to go over five of them and dive in really quickly. So the first thing is shorten your win back window. We still see brands that target win back sales within the 180 day to 365 day window. So that's anywhere from six to 12 months after purchase. However, from our data from over a hundred brands, we're seeing that most customers are lapsed by day 60. Uh, Some some brands, it's even sooner. Some brands, it's a little bit later. You should be able to find that. Um, but regardless, that means you should be starting your win back efforts even sooner. People lapse on day 65. Day 65 is too late. They're already lapsed. So shorten that window and uh, make sure you're aggressive about winning them back as a customer. Pro tip number two is don't limit your retention efforts to flows. So use one-off campaigns from email and SMS as well in January and February to get repeat business in addition to those automated flows. Especially if you're a gifting brand and you require a lot of gifting customers, you can easily transition into January to buy something for yourself or February into the Valentine's Day promo. So don't let any customer go to waste and don't just rely on your flows to be able to get that repeat. Uh, we're seeing anywhere from half of revenue from repeat orders coming from one-off sends. So don't neglect those and create some personalized emails for those people. Pro tip number three is SMS is underrated for driving repeat purchases. SMS is kind of like email 10 years ago. It's Most brands are using it as batch and blast or high performance flows like abandoned cart, but as a retention mechanism, like you can see here, we miss you text certain days after order. These work extremely well as a retention mechanism because there are 90% plus open rates. So if you're not already integrating that into your win back strategy, you need to be. And pro tip number four is you don't need to discount to get the next purchase. For a client recently, we've had their new product and bestseller features generate as much revenue or more revenue as their sales promotion. So you don't have to discount and keep digging into your margin to get the next order. You don't need a better offer. Sometimes you just need something different or even more of the same. So don't always discount uh, from our data. That's something we're always looking at for how we can help clients make as much money as possible without having to eat into their margin. So don't always discount to get that next purchase. And then mistake number six, email and SMS not working together holistically as one. There is no email marketing anymore. Don't get me wrong. Email is not dead, but email by itself is. There's only email and SMS. And if you don't have both working together, your performance will leave more to be desired and you might not even know it. I mean, you could literally double the amount of revenue that you're getting from your existing customers by integrating email and SMS together. The same is true for the other way. If you're not optimizing these channels to work together, they could be creating friction and actually hurting each other. So make sure they're not just existing together, they're optimized together. So if you haven't launched or you haven't optimized your SMS marketing, do it ASAP. And then be sure to integrate it into every aspect of your strategy moving forward, including optimizing your approach ahead of the big end of your push. Another thing I'll say is the SMS platform that you choose is very important as well. And if you need help launching your SMS program, integrating it into your strategy and choosing the right platform, it might make sense to reach out and hire us to help you. Okay. To finish on this note, 
this year is going to be actually different. We could keep going on and on forever about different strategies and different tactics that you need to have the best Q4 yet. But either way, this year, you can't grow and hope like previous years. I think we learned that from last year, but this year is going to be even more different because we've got the economy, increased competition. We've got worsening performance from ads. Best in class email and SMS today is no longer a nice to have but an essential must have. And I don't mean good email. I mean, great email. I don't mean good SMS. I mean, great email. And even beyond great, you got to be best in class using data to fuel the strategy, come up with new innovative ideas to drive revenue without giving away margin, and then executing that strategy extremely strongly. That's how we're able to double triple revenue for our clients. And I think most brands don't realize how much money that they're leaving on the table. With these channels, they will be the foundation of your marketing strategy to maximize LTV and leave as little money on the table as possible moving forward. And that's where I'll say, don't leave your results up to chance or to a mediocre solution. You don't want to risk such a crucial time with a mediocre freelancer or even someone in-house if it's just another task on their plate and they're not a true expert. Typically, what we see is brands only have to spend an extra 2000 to 4000 per month for an extra 100000 in revenue. Uh, if you've got that on any other channel, it's a no-brainer. Um, the ROI that we drive is truly incredible compared to everybody else. The other thing I'll say is we're also an ethical partner. We do the right thing for our clients, always. Other agencies take all the business they can or make promises that they can't keep, and that's not us. We grow strategically, we grow slowly so that we can operate as an extension of our client's team and really get them the results that you saw in this webinar. And so that's our secret sauce. Founded in 2016, our first client is still a client to this day. And it all comes back to our focus on partnership and working as an extension of your team. We reject the typical client vendor relationship. And instead, from day one, our team works to integrate with yours, understanding your strategy, your goals and objectives, and your team, and then creating a seamless workflow to match. And that's because we're not just here to achieve results. We're also here to treat your business like it's our own. And that's why Wavebreak exists, to partner with brands to help them get the most out of email and SMS marketing as an extension of their team and give them the shortcut to success. Last year, we helped Nutrafol increase revenue 318% year over year. We helped Ballsy increase revenue 68% year over year from email and SMS. And our team handles everything from strategy to design to copywriting to execution, all the way down to pressing the send button. And you'll get our six plus years of insights on day one, plus an entire team that you won't have to micromanage who will execute our best-in-class strategies as an extension of your team and update you weekly. <laughs> update you weekly, And truthfully, they'll be in communication with you almost daily. And so depending on when you reach out, we may only be able to implement a fraction of this strategy due to time constraints. So reach out sooner than later for the best results possible and to ensure that we still have bandwidth for new clients. And to do that, you can reach out for an intro call with Takara, our Vice President of Brand Partnerships, to learn more about partnering with us We'll put together a proposal. We'll share pricing and how we've helped similar brands. And then from there, we'll get to work on your brand and help you have your best holiday season yet. And if you're already a client watching this, rest assured these strategies and more are already hard at work for your brand behind the scenes as your dedicated team prepares for another record-breaking year. So hope you enjoyed this webinar. And if you have any questions or you want to work with us, you can go to waybreak.co slash call to reach out. And I hope you have a great Q4 this year. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Wavebreak Podcast. If you're not subscribed on iTunes or Spotify, go hit that subscribe button so you don't miss out on future episodes. And if you're not on our email list, go sign up at wavebreak.co slash join. You'll join other e-commerce leaders at brands like Skims, Cartier, and Walmart, and thousands more learning exactly what's working in e-commerce right now.
You won't want to miss it. Sign up at waybreak.co slash join. It's free. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Waybreak Podcast. I hope you have a wonderful day. Thank you.